0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles came to Jesus and said, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted into the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant who has just come in from plowing or tending the sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at the table? Would you rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron, wait on me while I eat and drink? You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to the servant because he did what he was commanded to do? so should it be with you when you have done all you have been commanded to do say we are unprofitable servants we have done what we were obliged to do the gospel of the lord jesus christ There's a phrase in Latin, nemo dat non habet. You can't give what you don't have. So the presumption here is that we and the apostles, as we heard in the scriptures tonight, have faith. What to do with it? Scriptures need to be put together a little tightly tonight because they might take us in different directions that we don't understand for some reason. Habakkuk, first reading. One of the shortest readings of the Old Testament prophets, only a matter of lines. And he probably wrote before the Babylonian captivity and the Babylonians came down into what we call the Holy Land and sacked it and brought them, the Jews, up to Babylonia. So he was probably doing that. But as we hear that reading tonight, he's talking to God, and we'll explain that in a second. I I think it's to our advantage sometimes to take the scriptures personally, like God talking to me. And this section of Habakkuk, he's crying out to God, how long, how long? You hear our prayers, how long are you going to go on with this destruction? So hold that for a second, because he's talking to God about his impending invasion of the Babylonians. But take it from the perspective, I think it's so beautiful, take it from the perspective of our personal prayer. This is not the focus of our scriptures today, but I think to personalize it means something. This is the word of God. So you never make a mistake reading it and personalizing. It. Take it from the perspective of Our prayers to God. He doesn't answer according to your schedule. He's got some nerve. How long, oh Lord? I'm crying for help and you don't listen. You've said that, right? Maybe not in those words, but you've thought it. I'm praying, I'm praying, and what's happening? It's not according to my will. That phrase in the Lord's Prayer is so significant, your will be done, so significant, it has to be emblazoned on our hearts. Because when we pray, we're exercising our faith. That's the theme of this readings today. We're exercising our faith. But our faith isn't to get God act like us. It's to act, get us to act like God. So sometimes we screw that up. Sometimes we think, god was made in the image of mankind not mankind made in the image of god so when we look at habakkuk a very minor prophet he's even called a minor prophet that opening phrase can serve for a week's meditation for any of us when i call out to god I tell him my plight, I tell him why I'm praying, whether it's for healing, whether it's for curing, whether it's for someone who's dying, whether it's to make an important decision. When are you responding, God? I'm waiting. Now, can you appreciate the apostles saying to Jesus, increase our faith? We'll get there. Okay, so, so what happens is, in the Scripture section, um, the this section that we read of from habakkuk is it's it's a vision habakkuk is one of the prophets and he's in an ecstatic state he's experiencing god in a vision and god is warning him how to take care of his people and he says to them write down the vision clearly upon tablets so that everyone can read them this is scripture He's writing the vision on a tablet that people can read. The tablets are clay, then they're fired, then people look at them and they read them. So God is telling him in the vision, I have to write big, bold letters, just like the front of the church has the name of our church, our parish, big, bold letters. So as people go by, there's no mistake that those doors are open, for everyone to come into our church, our home. Big bold letters. So Habakkuk is being told by God, you write the vision in big bold letters so everyone, they may be running here and there, everyone can stop and read it. And in our case, they'd know the mass time, they'd know the confession time, they'd know the the time of different novenas because it's nice and bold out there. So there's nothing mysterious about what he's being told. And of course, God is telling Habakkuk, the vision has time, it's gonna come to fruition. We don't know the fulfillment of it necessarily, but it's gonna happen on God's time. That time thing is very important today in the Holy Scriptures. We know what Jesus just did to the apostles Jesus, now you realize these are pericopes. These are little sections from Scripture. What goes afterwards and what comes before is very important. But in the course of the Scriptures, Jesus is walking along, teaching. He's a peripatetic. He preaches and he walks. He's showing them examples of faith. Just think. Just think of who he's confronted so far. The paralytic gives him ability to walk. The blind man gives him the ability to see. The woman who touches his, his vestments, he cures her. And every time a miracle occurs, Jesus doesn't say, You like that, hi guys? I'm going to do another one, better yet. Never says that. He thanks the person who comes to him and says, Your faith cured you, your faith saved you not me your faith the faith was instrumental Jesus as the son of God going to that person very important yes we know that but your faith so a person without faith blind as a bat could have come to Jesus and say okay okay rabbi do your thing make me see that guy would have left there as blind as he came in christ's presence but when somebody says rabbi heal me you 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 can do all things would you heal me expression of faith so when the apostles have seen all these things happen and they say okay increase our faith make us really wonderful and filled with faith what does jesus give gives him a little parable and you might say what what is he talking about and he describes he says, when, when a, a person is out in the field working and he's hired by this Lord, this, this man of the manor, and he comes in after a hard day's work, the owner of the manor doesn't say, okay, Ted, have a seat. L- let me give you something to drink. Let me feed you. He doesn't say that. Jesus says, so when the guy comes in, he's done his day's work, he expects to be fed. The owner expects to be fed. So, yeah, you did, you know, maybe eight hours, maybe more, maybe less, but you did that. But now continue it as you take care of me because I'm the Lord of the manor. This is this is the parable. And you don't go back to the, the, the servants and say, hey, great job. No, you've done exactly what you're hired to do. You worked nine hours, you got paid for nine hours. So why is he telling that to the prophet, to, to the apostles? because of us. We come to church, and I hope it's not because we're obligated. With that in mind, this place should be packed. That's another story. We come to church because we believe. We come to church because here we are meeting Jesus Christ in the Word and Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. We come to church to look around and see our brothers and sisters whose names we know or don't know, but we're praying with and for each other. We come to church to exercise our faith, to do it. And, and don't, and just Jesus, not me, just, and, and don't give me, oh, I go to church, therefore my prayers should be answered. No, you should, you have to come to church. If you believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we, we should come to church on our knees. We should be dragging people left and right to come here. We're gonna meet Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. We're gonna hear God speak to us. So don't give me, oh, I go to church, God doesn't answer my prayers. Too bad, that's not enough. Jesus, Jesus is saying this. When you've done everything you're supposed to do, you say to yourself, I'm an unprofitable servant. I may think I'm doing good, I'm doing bare minimum. Why? Faith and action go together. So when we believe and we exercise our faith, we can't leave it here in the Holy Church. If we believe and we, ha- we have to exercise our faith, Whether they say, you, you, you don't use it, you lose it? okay the sports people you don't use it you lose it same thing with faith if you don't go home and tell someone what a beautiful church that was what a nice liturgy that was the music was beautiful the words were great the the holy scripture spoke to me tonight if you don't go home and do that you left it at the door you left your faith at the door and jesus is saying you're an unprofitable servant you did bare minimum i met the obligation it's not enough. There's no coincidence that he's on the cross at every Mass to remind us how far he went to show how he was going to put his faith into action. And that's what we're asked to do. When we leave here, the faith has to be, as Timothy says in his letter, stirred up into a flame. We should be so on fire with our faith going out sharing it with others telling people about it doing stuff about it reading the scriptures reading what's needed in the, in the whether it's the parish or the town or the or the uh, the diocese take care of volunteering at some place doing something over and above you know what today is it's funny i heard it on the radio this morning today is do someone something or someone good today a favor do you hear that today you need the newspaper to tell you to do something good we've been told since the moment of our baptisms do something good each day okay so the secular press makes a handle on that and they say today is do do something nice for somebody today well guess what we are christians we are obligated to do something nice for someone. If not, we're unprofitable servants. Jesus is funny. And what does he give us? And i got to tell you this. You notice I'm wearing a different vestment tonight. This vestment was a gift to me recently. I came back from the Holy Land pilgrimage with a group of friends, a group of people. And the church that we went to was beautiful. All the churches were beautiful. And, I, and through, the, through my homilies in the next few months, you'll hear a lot about that. But the, the one story we went into, the group got together and they said, let's give Father a gift. And this is the Jerusalem cross, the symbol of the, the Crusades going to Jerusalem and, and the, one of the main um, focuses of saving the Holy Land. Every year we, as a church throughout the world, we collect on Good Friday, you, you hear that, It's a Holy Land collection, because the shrines of the Holy Land, in which Jesus is significantly marked, are very important, but they need your help and my help. But that's why I'm wearing this. But while I was there, I'm a shopper. I go on a shelf, and there was a little jar, this big, filled with little things, seeds of some sort. Guess what they were? Can you guess? You heard it. The hint was here. little ladder mustard seeds tiny tiny jar with tiny tiny seeds then we got on the bus we talked to the 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 guide got on the bus and he says father he says you're impressed with that wait we drove a bit and we came to what and you know this story we came to the tree of Zacchaeus remember Zacchaeus he's a short guy and he climbed up this tree uh, to see Jesus and then Jesus called him down they had that dialogue okay he says father he says we believe that that's the kind of a tree that grows from a mustard seed it's 2,000 years old that tree the roots are huge it's fenced in it's covered protected but it's alive huge tree little little tiny seed huge tree that is 2,000 years old see what Jesus is saying Whatever faith you have, that's a good start. If it's a lot, good start. If it's a little bit, good start. But if you don't nourish that faith with love and charity and forgiveness and prayer, you're unprofitable servants. Jesus nourished his faith to the cross and resurrection. That's our invitation. Yeah, that actually does sound like something the man would do. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates, so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule